From coast to coast and around the globe, this is We Live on a Planet. Welcome. I'm your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me and stopping over. There's so many podcasts nowadays so that you are giving me your opportunity and your time. Or, yeah, the opportunity and time. I appreciate it. This is episode 539 in the works. I'm titling this one Inspiration. It's Thursday, April 7th, 2022 when I'm recording this one. It's in the afternoon right now. It's 47 degrees Fahrenheit. It's been rainy all day. Feels like 47. Lows tonight are going to be about 42 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds right now out of the southwest at 3 miles per hour. Like I said, it's a damp, dreary day right here on the cool waters of Lake Ontario. But we'll try not to be dreary and dark and damp for the show. We'll try to brighten it up. We'll do that when we come back, when we set off with our quote. Stick around. All right, and we are back. Here's our quote, unknown author. Sometimes you may feel like giving up, but you must keep going. You never know who is looking to you for inspiration. Unknown. I have to remind myself that a lot because it makes me think of my my past therapist, David, what he told me about how there were some fellas out in a town not far from where I'm at in a group home that would often listen to my podcast and they would really dig it and get a lot out of it. And so I have to remind myself that there's a lot of people that uh, I never know who is looking for me for inspiration for my story. And this is just a personal journal. I happen to have a with a variety show flair, but it's a personal journal, but we learn things too. And before I go, I'd like to thank Michael Ryan right from, I, I fail to thank Michael a lot of times, but thanks Mike's for your continued support and um, every one of my listeners out there, even if I don't know your name, I feel like I do. When I see the numbers are coming in, I'm like, oh, there's my friends. If I knew who every one of you were, I'd come to your home and make you a nice deep, <laughs> I was going to say steak and seafood dinner, but I couldn't spit it out. I, I did finally spit it out. Um, yeah, so thinking of my past therapist makes me feel like, you know, sometimes I, I do feel like giving up, um, on a lot of things and I think we all do. And that's why I'm calling this one inspiration because I was inspired to come out and talk to you today. I had my show notes ready for this morning's show and I was all ready to do it and it was dreary and rainy and dark and I woke up several times in in the night so I didn't sleep very well and um I didn't and then I just had a delicious yummy homemade sub and I said to my beautiful wife I think I'm gonna make a podcast and talk to my we live on the planet audience we live on a planet audience I had to make homemade sub I've been craving a sloppy sub and you can't get like a really good sub from subway no offense subway but that's not really uh 
good sub unless it's a really good franchise of Subway and they're making their subs really, really, really good. But I'm not a fan. Uh, the Swigo Sub Shop here in the city of Oswego used to be famous for their subs and they were anybody that would come visit, I would be like, you have to go get a sub from the Oswego Sub Shop. And I no longer say that. And I'm sorry if you're listening to Oswego Sub Shop. If you are, you no longer have a supporter of this guy. And I've been supporting that franchise. And it's not a franchise, sorry. That one small sub shop family since high school. But they just, it has gone way downhill. Prices have gone way up. The subs are just terrible, subpar. And um, haven't been able to have a nice Subway or a nice sub sandwich. And I didn't want to go to Subway. So the other day I said to my wife, I was craving one. And she's like, there's got to be other places here in the city that you can order a sub from. And I'm like, oh, there is. We knew there is other places that you can get from. But then we said, why don't we just go and get the stuff and make our own. Make our own. And we were able to, for what we paid for the price of one to make two subs, we were able to get four subs out of it. And it would have cost us the amount if we ordered them we would have probably paid the same price and only got two subs. So you make out when you're making them at home. And they always taste, I don't know, taste better. A lot of times, though, food tastes better when somebody's making it for you, you know, and it feels better when you're sitting down and somebody sets your meal down in front of you. You're like, ooh, ooh. for some reason it's fancy. It can be toasted cheese and tomato soup. But if you're sitting down and they set it in front of you and you have all your other beverages and condiments all ready, I don't know how many condiments you need with tomato soup and toasted cheese, but to me, I have to have pepper, uh, black pepper and salt. I like a little scoop, a little dollop of butter in my tomato soup too, and then I stir it all in. Yeah. Stick around. We'll come back. When we come back, we'll talk more. And not just tomato soup. We'll be right back. And we are back. Yep. We're back. Hallelujah, maybe. I don't know from... I'm excited because we have uh, Popeyes is coming to Oswego. (laughs) That's my excitement. (laughs) Have you ever heard of Popeyes? It depends on where you live, in what area. But it's chicken, fried chicken. And my oldest daughter said it's better than KFC, which is Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I like Kentucky Fried Chicken, but we rarely get it. We rarely order Kentucky Fried Chicken or fast food. We just don't really. But um, Popeyes is coming into the city of Oswego and so I'm excited about that but it's it's such a bummer because I I can't stand thieves and somebody already stole like they the first night or second night of working there somebody already stole the generator in the middle of the night 
Yeah. Karma's going to get them. You know, karma is, or I believe, and I, I really do, and karma will get them. And karma's not always bad. Karma is only, my wife said it. My wife said it best. Karma is only a bitch if you are first. But karma can be a good thing. If you do good things, good things are going to come back. But if you do bad, bad's going to come to you. And so somebody's going to, karma's going to get them. I don't know why. <laughs> that was my scary karma. Music's going to get them. Got to visit my grandpups the other day, so that was nice. My newest grandpup, she just had her 12-week checkup from the vet, and she's getting big. She's like 20 pounds, I think, already. And um, little Franny, little Miss Franny, and her brother, which is it's her it's half-brother, step-brother, I mean, is getting, he's dealing with her. Rumpelstiltskin is his name. He's starting to deal with her. He's putting up with her. She's a little biter. <laughs> She's like a little shark, and she will constantly be biting at his legs and biting at you, and you want to go pet her, and she just wants to, like a toddler, wants to put everything in her mouth and her teeth. Are, she doesn't bite hard or anything. You know, she just, I don't know, it's one of her things she's doing. So I'm trying to have, uh, I'm trying to have a good outlook, you know, because I got new neighbors. Damn. Yeah, I got new neighbors, and uh, we've been living here for close to ten years. And the house right next door to us um, is a, a house that's been turned into two apartments one on top and one on the bottom and the bottom apartment is in the back and it's been vacant for just quite a few years that we've lived here and anytime that anybody's lived in that area or in that apartment they've been um very quiet haven't been there very long and we just don't have the neighbors in the backyard and it's been really nice and so we're really accustomed to when the summer comes and everything and having the backyard feel even larger and the side next to us the house is tore down if you listen to the show you know that house got tore down and that that land all got acquired so we have all that use for us and the trees got cut down if you follow the show we had seven trees cut down so that's cleared out. But now, with the new neighbors moved in, I I hope it's going to be good. I'm trying to keep an open mind. But a trampoline went up the other day. And I was like, oh, no, not that. No, please, because trampoline means screaming kids. And I, I like kids. I just don't like screaming kids. You can scream if there's an emergency or if some bad person is going to come get you. But when kids just scream to scream, uh, I can tell I'm getting old because <laughs> it bothers me. It bothered me when I was younger, too, but it bothers me even more now when I'm older. I, I, The sound of children's laughter and the sound of kids running up and down, now that's something different. That's the sound of summer. I like that. That's enjoyable. 
I like the sound of that. And but a kid screaming for no reason while they're playing. No, I'm not down for that. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk about some more stuff and things. We'll be right back. And just like that, magically, we are back. And I should have got a drink before the break, but I'm going to take one now. All NPR style. Oh, that's refreshing. Okay. I'm really looking forward to seeing my cousin Todd this upcoming summer season in Sandy Pond, New York. Sandy Pond is gorgeous. My uncle Gary, his dad, has a camp there. They live in Colorado. My uncle Gary has a house in Colorado. My cousin Todd lives in Colorado. They moved to Colorado back in the 70s. And um, we love my uncle Gary so much. He's awesome. And we love my cousin Todd and love going to Sandy Pond when they're in town. And he's going to be here for six weeks. He's going to be vacationing for one week and then working the rest of the week out of the camp, which is things have changed so much now the way, you know, with COVID and um, a lot of big businesses or other businesses are realized that, yeah, they can still survive with people doing their jobs at home. And there's this one corporation, some company, I can't think of the name. They just uh, have been dealing or not dealing, but rolling out and working and trying a four day work week instead of a five day work week. And their productivity is up instead of down. It's, it's actually up and they're working four days instead of five. I jump in topics. I got to get back into my dive weight. Scuba diving season is up and I've gained probably about six pounds, which is not, I mean, not bad or anything. It's not bad for me, but I have bad body image of myself. Anyways, growing up, I had so-called friends that would make fun of me and call me fat Pat. And I guess if you're my friend, you're not going to call me fat, but kids are cruel at ages, um, all ages. I wasn't always the nicest guy sometimes. But even when I was down to 163 pounds, I felt fat. I mean, I felt trim and I felt strong, but I could still feel like I had, a, like, I didn't have a flat stomach. I still had that little bit of a punch that I just couldn't get rid of. And so since I've gained some weight back on, I'm really starting to feel, and I'm like, I got to get back into dive weight, you know. Um, I'm six foot tall, though, so for 163 pounds, six foot's pretty, you know, not bad. My waist is like a 30-inch or a 31. I can fluctuate between the two. I got myself that groove light belt belt I remember telling you guys about and it was a lifesaver it was an Amazon buy and it's a really nice belt it doesn't have any holes in it totally adjustable no holes so you don't find yourself between some belts are either just too tight or too loose or just they don't have that right fit but the groove light groove 
life, like it's groovy, groove, and then life. It'd be hard to be a spokesperson for that. I just really screwed up, screwed the pooch on naming their bell. Groove life. It's a neat bout, though. I like it. Okay, let's talk more about instead of belts. Let's let's learn something. Do you want to learn something? We'll learn something right when we come back. Stick on by. We'll be right back. Welcome back, my friends. And we are at the facts site. And we're going to learn nine facts about the hashtag that you didn't know. And this is from one of my favorite authors, Becca Marsh. I've said it time and time again. I, I really need to uh, reach out to Becca Marsh and see if she'd be willing to be a guest on We Live on a Planet. Speaking of guests, I, di- I said it last time. I haven't spoken to him, so I hopefully he's still willing and down to be on the show. But I would, I really want to have Radio Mylar back on the show as a guest, and uh, you'll get a kick if you didn't hear our last episode. You'll get a kick out of Radio Mylar. He's a very talented uh, gentleman out of Canada. He's got a very funny witty podcast by the name of Canadian politics is boring and I I just I really would like to have him on as a guest we were going we were going to he was encouraging me he's like listen I'm going to try to get you out of this funk let's do a show let's do that he tried everything and it was just me I couldn't snap out of it all right but I just got sidetracked um because talking about Becca Marsh wanting to have guests on and then speaking to guests All right, but the first hashtag, the hashtag was first used online on August 23rd, 2007. Chris Messina first suggested using the hashtag to keep track of conversations on Twitter. He approached Twitter with the concept at a bad time as they were preoccupied, and sadly, the idea was forgotten. So Messina started to use them regardless to see if he could start a trend. Finally, Twitter caught on, and this is where the hashtag became what it is today. Messina's first ever hashtag was hashtag bar camp. Number two, the hashtag used to mean numbers or pounds. That's what it always meant to me growing up on a phone. Number or pound. The hashtag used to associate the pound sign in the United States. The Latin pound was libre, pondo, in the 14th century, the term abbreviated to LB. In the late 1800s, the Blickensderf Model 5 typewriter explained in its manual that the hashtag symbol could be used for pound weight as there is no LB button the manual wrote that if hashtag was placed in front of a word it referred to a number but if the hashtag was replaced after a word it referred to pound weight this is where the beginning of the hashtag used to represent weights and numbers 
like I said, that's what it always was to me. The first time I saw a hashtag, I was like, um, that's a number <laughs> and then a weight. What are they doing? You cannot patent a hashtag. Some people wondered why Messina didn't patent the hashtag as he could be a millionaire. The answer is he couldn't. Although he had no interest in doing so, it, is it, it isn't possible. You can only patent a design, invention, process, or a machine. The hashtag, hashtag concept or hashtags themselves don't fall into any qualifying categories. The only way to own a hashtag is to trademark it. A feature called the hash flag was introduced in 2010. Twitter used hash flags along the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. This was a temporary feature during the World Cup. It stopped once the matches were over. But due to his, its success, Twitter reintroduced hash flags in 2014 for the World Cup in Brazil. Hashtags are so popular, they appear in food. Yeah, in 2014, Bird's Eye Food created a new deep-fried delight called Mash Tags. Oh, how creative. <laughs> it was an updated variation of their famous smiley faces that they thought would attract a social media generation. The crispy potato shapes include the hashtag and various other symbols associated with social media. Hashtag is in the Oxford Dictionary. Um, number seven, hashtag the dress became a viral phenomenon on the internet in 2015. That's when asked if the dress was blue and black or white or gold, following a dispute out of her friend's wedding. Uh, the post became a sensation overnight, getting around 14,000 views per second. And... Number eight, hashtag Twitter best fandom was tweeted... 60,055,339 times in 24 hours. Wow. And number nine, the most used hashtag of 2021 on Instagram was hashtag love. Ah, hashtag I love you guys. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. All right, I, I went over to the History Channel's website real quick and browsed over, and there was nothing that jumped right out at me. So I thought I'd do something different. We did it before. At least we experimented with doing it. And I thought we'd maybe experiment again. Experimentation is fun. Trying something new is fun. Trying something new can be scary, but I'm going to make it so it's not scary. So if you've never meditated or tried to meditate, we're going to try to do that right now. One of the things that I want you to always keep in mind 
about meditation and there is really no right or wrong way in doing it. That's the number one rule, really. There's no right or wrong way to meditate. Meditation can just be as simple as taking a breath to five or to three. Just closing your eyes for three seconds. All right, so get comfortable. Sit upright. A nice, comfortable, upright position in a comfortable seated area. Or possibly, if you're able to, lie down. Have your arms to your side or over your chest, wherever they're more comfortable. Slowly start noticing your breath. If you want to, you can close your eyes or keep them open. The choice is yours. Like I said, no right or wrong way. Once again, starting to take a nice deep breath in through the nose. And then out through the mouth. Do this five to six times. Really get your body starting to relax. In through the nose. And out through the mouth. Imagine yourself in any place that gives you comfort and safety. Just really in your mind's eye, try to put yourself in that spot of comfort and safety. That's your happy place, a place that you can go at any time that you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed just simply by closing your eyes and concentrating on your breath you can go to your comfortable safety spot at any time Sometimes it's hard to really let yourself go and relax. I encourage you to find maybe some music on YouTube, Zen music, meditation music. Try it on your own without me talking. Practicing on your breath. Once again, in through the nose. And out through the mouth. Imagining yourself in your comfortable, safety place. You can go there anytime you want. 
You know what else you can do, my friends? You can come back to We Live on a Planet any time you'd like. I have lots of episodes. We have 300 and, or excuse me, 539. This one is going to be Inspiration. We're titling it. And I encourage you, I encourage you to tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Let them know that you're enjoying it. And if you can, be curious and not judgmental the best you can. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon, my friends. Peace.